Hey guys, welcome to episode 29 of Do Not Worry. I am your host, Anthony, coming to you for the second time from the heart of the 09 in Zoom Keil. I still have COVID. I am away from my studio in Jaitewe. I'll be back there next week, hopefully. Um, so just wanted to come to you guys with this new episode. Please, before we get into it, please take a second to like the video, leave a comment, subscribe to the channel. Uh, we actually just crossed 4,000 subscribers. Um, I'm I'm happy about it, but like I'm, I just feel kind of too depressed and like demotivated to, to actually be happy and celebrate. But thank you guys so much. Like I never thought I'd hit 4,000 subscribers in like seven months. So thank you. I honestly never really knew what to expect from this channel as a whole. So uh, I really do appreciate it, even though I'm, I'm very unmotivated today. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. I, I had to convince myself to record this podcast. Uh, I just don't want to get out of the rhythm of making YouTube videos because it's so easy to get used to not making videos and it's easy to get complacent. Uh, and there's a couple of topics that if I don't talk about this week, they're going to become too irrelevant down the line. The topics for this week's episode, I'm just going to talk a little bit about uh, Lebanon, my mental state, how everyone's doing currently. Uh, spoiler, it, we're not doing good. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about social media etiquette in Lebanon, given our situation. Like, what is it okay to post online? What is it not okay to post online? Uh, and I want to talk about uh, uh, Nour Kairouz, who is a Lebanese ski champion who ended up saying a bunch of racist shit against Syrian refugees on her Instagram like three weeks ago. kind of want to talk about that. But I just wanted to be honest with you guys. I'm feeling very down. I'm feeling very low. Uh, my mental health, uh, to quote Bo Burnham, is at an ATL. It's at an all-time low. Um, you know, I've had COVID for like 10, 11 days now. So obviously I've been alone at home. But also everything that's happening in the country gasoline, electricity, uh, bread, just everything, everything, the fire in Akkad. Um, it's all taking an incredible mental toll on me and not just me, I'm sure on all of you guys watching. So I, I will ask for a little bit of patience with me because I, I'm i not feeling 100%, you know, I'm not 100%. I'm, I'm, and again, I'm obviously not alone. I, I actually had some things prepared to read to you guys. Like anytime you go on Twitter, it just reveals how depressed people are. And here's a thread of tweets that I quite enjoyed by uh, Tala on, on Twitter. Uh, I miss the little things that we used to take for granted. I miss celebrating new jobs or leaving toxic ones, meeting up with friends haphazardly, or planning a road trip. I miss being cozy under the covers because the AC keeps me cool, ordering comfortably the things I crave without worrying about expenses or poisoning. I miss saying I'll pass by to friends and arguing with my mom when I'm late. I miss looking at pictures of areas in Lebanon and then being in them a few days later. I miss dinners at restaurants we hadn't tried and drinks at sunset. I miss dancing, having funny encounters that we talk about the next day over coffee at Eunice. I miss waiting at the airport to have my passport stamped and wondering how the army man will hit on me this time. I miss discovering, I miss having dreams of completing my education and having the motivation to look at programs abroad. I miss going out with barely any money and making it work. I miss the little things that any 20-something-year-old cares about. Playing cards, listening to loud music, shopping, reading in a coffee shop. I miss the little things that we used to take for granted that any 20-something-year-old anywhere else in the world wouldn't be missing. A very bad morning today and every day to our politicians, please, who have rid us of our little things. Um, that hit close to home, man. We haven't had a normal life in Lebanon and since October 2017 and, you know, before then for a lot of other people. 
So I miss the little things as well, man. I miss simple things. I just want to go to the movie theater, man. I just want to go to a movie theater. There are three movies that I really want to watch right now. The Green Knight, Free Guy, and Song Shi. when that comes out. I just want to go to the movies, uh, watch these things with my friends, have a normal time, go back home, discuss the movies, uh, maybe turn on the TV. You know, any conversation we, we have with friends in Lebanon revolves around the dollar situation, gasoline, electricity. We can't escape our nightmares. And uh, yeah, it's hard to keep going. It's hard to see any way out. And I know I've talked about this before and I don't want to be too much of a Debbie Downer. And it's just silly. So like this YouTube channel that uh, I consider it incredibly important to me. Like, for example, I was willing to turn down a full time job a month and a half ago to keep this YouTube channel, you know, going and keep this as my priority. That feels incredibly silly today, for example. Today, my whole YouTube channel and my whole YouTube career feels silly and useless. And I'm like, what am I doing? And where is this going to go in like a year from now? And I'm, I'm sick of feeling that way. I just want to have a normal, happy life. And um, I increasingly, you know, that is impossible here in Lebanon. And um, I am increasingly looking at options to leave. But uh, yeah, that's just what I'm dealing with. And speaking about leaving and not wanting to leave, but being forced to leave, my boy Jadventure uh, dropped this video that went incredibly viral all over Instagram. Uh, and don't forget, he has a YouTube channel. I keep talking about it here. Uh, it's called Mabed Defil. And let's just, again, he captures what a lot of Lebanon's youth is feeling right now, what we constantly feel like. I, I'm 30 now. I'm not as young as Jad, but like I've. I left Lebanon when I was 17 to go to college and I came back in 2015 to try to make something happen here. And now to feel like I'm being forced to leave again uh, fucking sucks. كنا مش مصدقين نفوت على الجامعة ولحق على اصحاب ومشاريع واخبار صرنا كل يوم منودع حدا ومنروح نبكي على هالمطار خي بس انا مين قالك عبالي فيلم من لبنان وكب عشرين سنة وراي وروح عيش مدري وين هلا هيك فجأة ما بقى في فلافل من عند لويس وبدك تقلي انه بدي انسى طوق ناجي وزيادة كبيس بالجرس والجمعة العظيمة في معكرون بتحينة من تهية خلص والله مع بالي فل بس الهيئة ما رح يتركونا مجال ورح يجبروني اترك الكل وسافر بركي بقدر حقق كل هالأحلام مار يترك هالفيديو بس يرعى لنا 40 سنة نرجع منشوف هالفيديو ونتضحك على حالنا يا شباب واحد اثنين ثلاثة واكيد ما God damn you, Jad. 
always have to hit us in the feels with that fucking music and everything. So it's extremely poignant. Um, I agree with everything Jad had to say. And that is what everyone's feeling right now. And again, I'm coming from a place of privilege to compare it to a lot of people. And uh, I can barely hold on and I can barely take this. So I don't want to linger on this too much. I don't want to get everyone too down. But yeah, that's just how it's been a rough, uh, rough couple weeks. I've been wanting to talk about this topic for a couple of weeks, uh, and it's about social media etiquette in Lebanon right now, given our situation, given the economic collapse and everything. What is it okay to share on social media? What should we not share? And people have been kind of going back and forth. There has been like this debate on social media. And to me, so I saw this a few weeks ago, this post by Sarah Bezzi. I think she's a uh, like nutritionist or something on social media. And I'm not going to lie. I found what she wrote to be really, really stupid. And a bunch of people that I know and follow on Instagram shared this. And I kept my mouth shut, didn't want to say anything, but this is what it said. To my Lebanese fellows, just because I'm going out with friends and sharing it on social media doesn't mean that I'm a traitor to my country. Just because I'm avoiding negative news doesn't mean that I'm not patriotic. Just because I'm sharing what I'm having for lunch doesn't mean that I'm not a responsible citizen. This means I'm human and my mind needs a break. Posting about other things than the current crisis in Lebanon doesn't make anyone insensitive, bad, or non-patriotic. Imagine having sad news exclusively all over social media for months, all the time. Wouldn't that bring us all down and lead us to immense depression? Like, is this really what you're concerned about, Tala? Like, to me, that's just stupid excuses to just justify posting the bullshit she wants to post. We are a depressed nation. We need to let go of all this anger and frustration, as well as this intense fear of the unknown. Because let's face it, we have no idea where we are heading in this country. Let people decompress the way they want to, be it by going out, staying in, jogging, laughing, reading, to each their own harmless way to cope with things. And this was shared a bunch by mostly people who go out and share their outings a lot. Okay, I'm not going to lie. And then she had like this caption. I've been seeing so many posts and stories lately shaming people for going out and sharing their happy moments on social media. And I just had to share some of my thoughts. Blah, blah. The truth is we're all affected by the situation, etc., etc. No, we are not in denial. We just deal with things in our own way. So let's stop bullying and spreading negativity here and and uh, whatever as much as we can. Look, I think I think this is stupid. I think just keep it in your fucking pants for a while. Okay, Lebanon is going through an unprecedented crisis. It is unprecedented. Almost no countries on earth go through what we're going through right now. So like, it's okay. It is okay if just for a brief amount of time, uh, we change our social media habits. No one's telling you not to go out. But I don't know where the fuck you're going out. Mafi mezout, mafi mataim, maftuha. Wherever the fuck you're going out to party, I go do it. Okay, mahadan elumai. But yeah, don't share it on social media. That is weird, and that does make you missional unpatriotic. But it makes you insensitive. We are living through unprecedented times. Don't share your fucking plate of spaghetti or whatever the fuck you're doing on on Instagram. It's okay. And it does make you insensitive. And it does seem silly. Like who the, I don't give a fuck that you're eating spaghetti. Trust me, your posts look like the dumbest fucking Instagram posts when everyone else is sitting without fucking electricity. Ali Saab posted something that I loved a few days ago. He is a photographer in Lebanon. He wrote, you really have some balls posting about a party in Fara. Fuck all of you for being so insensitive, li living in a bubble that will burst so soon. And you'll realize that your money will not be able to buy you dignity anymore. Also, fuck all those who are hosting parties in times of crisis instead of being in front of politicians' houses, burning them to the ground. And if anyone mentions or starts sending messages claiming that these parties are providing work opportunities for people, go fuck yourself. Use those resources you have to light your dying city instead of lighting up a party. I fully agree with Ali. 
obviously uh it's easier said than done like not everyone can go protest and stand in front of a politician's house etc i get that but i get i fully agree with the sentiment stop fucking defending these dumb people that want to share shit on social media we're not fucking bullying people it's just common fucking courtesy okay it's just common courtesy and here's our friend rena gandur the day of the hakkar fire that's where that's what she was up to and this was all on her instagram Chou, Gilbert Montagnier, hein, Renan? Gilbert Montagnier, hein? Oh, you think I don't know Gilbert? Yeah, like to me, don't post this kind of shit. Now, on that topic, Linda Christina, a TikToker that I've spoken about in my TikTok special uh, for her vlogs and everything, kind of broke the internet when she shared a TikTok about her spontaneous trip to Turkey. And let's just watch it because it's it's incredibly cringe. And let's see if, if it's insensitive or something. I'm going to spend a week in Bodrum, Turkey. I decided to vlog the trip for YouTube. Such a spontaneous trip. And those are always the best ones. But in the airport, it was crazy how long the lines were. You guys, the turbulence was scary. The landing was even worse. But alhamdulillah, we reached safely. and I unpacked, showered, and got ready to walk around. We were so hungry. snacks, and then went back to our hotel. pool for a few hours. It was really nice. And that's it. Bye. Pasta? So, I mean, look. She's a young girl, man. I don't even... She might still be in college or, like, some shit. I don't know. So I'm not here to, like, shit on her. But I was like, this is a little bit insensitive. Like, I get it. You're rich as fuck. You're happy. Be happy. But so maybe don't share this right now or, like, try to share things that can raise awareness about the situation. Like, I don't know, man. I don't want to... I don't personally don't give a fuck. I honestly hate social media. I spend... The only time I spend on social media is to promote my fucking podcast. I don't give a fuck what any of you guys do, what you eat, where you go. La aide. But this is just, she's living on another fucking planet. Like, maybe she is miserable, like all of us deep down. She's doing a great job of hiding it. Because she does not seem miserable. She seems happier than all of us put together. And richer. This dude did a hilarious parody on Twitter. His name is Bespshil Mout. Uh, it's Rafael. A more accurate vlog. I love spontaneous trips. So today I woke up at 8 because my benzine, mom had benzine. I had such a funny road trip. Yeah, Allah, I love Lebanon. Then after waiting three hours in line, because apparently So we had some very good and just so good and delicious panda compound. like I'm in the ghetto, you know. Oh my god, I love my life. It was so spontaneous. Such a cool and fun day. Ya Allah. <laughs> okay, so... And I mean, look, again, Linda Christina does these fucking vlogs every day. I could spend a whole episode just looking at Linda Christina vlogs, okay? That was her second day in Turkey. If you felt like the controversy deterred her from dropping more, it did not. 
صباح الخير كيفكن اليوم تروقت اومليت وشربت ايس كوفي وقررنا نقضي النهار حد البول تاس بباترو كثير حلو لو هارد اكشلي فيري هارد بس بيرفكت فور بول داي اخذت صور ونزلتونا انستا سو اف يو ونت تو جو تشيك ذيم اوت وبعد الظهر خير تيلو حطيت ميك اب وايل ليسنينغ تو سم ميوزك اند ذيس از ذا اوتفيت اوف ذا نايت ا بلاك لونج سليف فلوي دريس ورحنا مود لاونج بي مات هوتيل كثير حبيت الديكور والاكل كان طيب طلبنا سوشي كمان فتنا لجوا saw the art and just walked around and then we went back to the hotel we're staying at and sat by the pool again at night we just saw the art like she's trying to say something smart and she's like fuck it man we just we just fucking saw the art like, i don't know what to say about this person man she she definitely does not seem like the kind of person i would ever want to hang out with like so vain so shallow just sharing all the stupidity on fucking tiktok i'm sorry i'm not trying to be an asshole i know you have your audience this this kind of shit just especially now like who gives a fuck And to be fair, again, like I know I'm complaining about something that I shouldn't be complaining about. There was a bunch of people defending her, you know what I mean? Like, y'all forget who to throw your frustrations on, but oops, remember to judge a girl who's literally minding her own business with a spontaneous trip. snowflakes. And look, I mean, he's right. He's right. And then someone responds by saying, it's not that you're not allowed to post about your trip. As a rich Lebanese who thinks it's more than okay to flex your lavish lifestyle amidst a severe economic crisis that's worsening with days, but rather the fact that you need to be more considerate, especially nowadays. There's a fine line between these two. I'm not going to mass report you for some content that I find insensitive, but that will not stop you from criticizing you. It's that simple. Again, I agree. Like no one's going after uh, Linda Christina with pitchforks, but it's like, hey, you know. One other person who definitely doesn't give a fuck about what people think is Joseph Shada, folks. Let's check this out. Let's check out our boy. Hello, guys. اليوم قررت اطلب تماكي من عند سوشي هوليك. ما حدا يقول لي ليش عم تطلب هيك قصص بهيك وضع لانه طلع عبالي شو بعمل؟ وحده سبايسي سامن، وحده سامن افوكادو، وحده سامن مع كراب. ما بعرف ليه حاطين لي تشوب ستيكس صراحه. ما في لزوم مع انه يعني هودي بيتاكلوا بالايد مباشره. كريمين حاطين لي مع اثنين سوي صوص واثنين جينجر رح بلش بالسبايسي سامون فعلا نكهتها سبايسي ما في زوم حتى للوسابي لانه اصلا هي حره زيت الطوقة ملفوف for crispiness غطوها منيح بقلب السوي صوص ناخد شوية جينجر لنغير طعم السمنة ومنبلش بالسامن كراب مثل العادة بزيد طوقة صوص <laughs> yummy, yummy, I love it. Mmm. 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 وراحت الكهرباء. Welcome to Lebanon. بعد في عنا آخر حبة اللي هي السامن أفوكادو. زيد فوقها ملفوف. وكتير سوي صوص لدرجة انه تشرشر احلى شي التماكي الايد صحتين
انجوي تحيه للسي اي كي اوكي هاوز از 2 minutes and a half aren't tiktok supposed to be like up to a minute someone explain it to me in the comments how he has a tiktok that's that long yeah that's gross don't do that either that's just disgusting not because it's insensitive it's just disgusting joseph shubekhe that's gross man all right Okay, so our next topic revolves around this Lebanese ski champion called Nour Kairouz and some pretty racist comments she made about Syrian refugees on her Instagram stories like three weeks ago. I've been wanting to talk about this for like three weeks, but I just haven't had the opportunity given, given COVID and the shooting schedules and everything and electricity. Just before we get into it, I am not an expert on refugees, on all of that sort of thing, the situation in, in Syria. I, am, I do not qualify to talk about this. But I'm going to give my opinion on it as like a fucking human being. Okay? So first, let's watch the video. It is a three-minute collection of fucking stories. Like, she went fucking at it, Yane. Um, and uh, I'd love to know what you guys think. Hi, with all my respect to the refugees, you know, shit's going to get into some racist, dark territory when you start like, no offense to the refugees, no offense, okay? You know, you know, it's about to get pretty offensive. It's time for you to go back to your country. I couldn't keep it in. I couldn't keep this racism bottled inside anymore. I had to tell the Syrians to fuck off. So 
بتصور انه بلادكم بتحملهم اكثر من ما نحن بنحملهم خذون انتم لعندكم هيك بتريحونا منهم وبترتاحوا انتم من زق المساعدات لهون كمان لا مش افضل لانه يلي بده يعمل عمل انساني بيعمل عمل انساني بس ما بيأذي طرف ثاني يعني انتم اذا بدكم عن جد تعملوا عمل انساني وانتم عن جد بت بتحكوا بالانسانيه شغل الانسانيه مزبوط اوكي ما تزيدوا العبء علينا ونحن نموت من الجوع كرمال انتم عم بتنادوا بالانسانيه ام سو سوري هيدي بطلت انسانيه اوكي سو شيز جست انلودد ا لوت ا لوت اوف ريسست ستف ان ذير بت فيرست Let me just acknowledge a couple of things where she's not entirely wrong. Yes, Lebanon is currently hosting 1.5 million Syrian refugees. We are a tiny, extremely poor country. We can't really handle that many refugees. It's not the refugees' fault. She's making it sound like it's their fault. They're like they're happy to be here. They're living the high life, getting free education, free food and free money. Bro, according to the UNHCR, 9 out of 10 Syrian refugee families in Lebanon are living in extreme extreme poverty. Living conditions for Syrian refugees be Lebanon be behadlo. These people don't want to be here. Trust me, if they could go back home and if if it were a safe option for them to go back home, they would have done it. Ambit behadlo anna be Lebanon. Okay? Have a bit of humanity. The rest of the international community has abandoned us. They have abandoned these refugees and they've left us and they're more than happy to let Lebanon handle them. And we can barely handle ourselves. But to shift the blame كانه it's the refugees fault that we're going through what we're going this is what politicians are great at doing when they want to shift the blame they want to distract you now right now instead of you dropping a 3 minute video complaining about lebanese politicians and our corrupt politicians you're complaining about syrian refugees powerless poor refugees who are living in shitty fucking conditions you are now ranting about them for 3 minutes وما حكيت عن هون ما حكيت عن عن نصر الله ما حكيت عن جاجه ما حكيت عن شيء You just talked about the Syrian refugees and how they're ruining the country. Shu'amlo, matrin. They have no food. They have no access to clean water. I don't know where you're pulling this shit out that they're getting paid in dollars, or that they're here to take over the country. That is just like old racist propaganda talk, and you're doing exactly what the government wants you to do. You are distracted. You are shifting the blame to a poor and powerless part of our society, rather than focusing on the problem at hand. Does Lebanon have too many Syrian refugees? Unfortunately, yes. But Skamina, the way she's referring to them is like, As if there's some kind of fucking zbele. Here's this trash. We don't want this garbage. You take it. No, you take it. Hey, bro, we should be honored to have these fucking people here and trying to help them. We're, we should be apologizing to them because of how badly we're able to help them rather than in a bihunjmile for some fucking bullshit. That's just how I see it. I know a lot of you guys are going to disagree. But and to me, this just came off as incredibly insensitive, incredibly stupid. Like, And you're like a fucking ski champion who's supposed to represent us internationally in front of the international community. You can't be fucking talking like this and being so insensitive and so ignorant and so stupid and so racist like i don't want you representing lebanon in ski i don't give a fuck how good of a skier you are but that's just not how you fucking talk about this shit i don't think i need to be a geopolitical expert to understand that the syrian refugees that we have here are unhappy to be here most of them okay most of them would love to go back they're living in shit 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 conditions they have no access to clean water no access to food no access to education no access to money and she's making it sound like they're living the high life and then and that the UN is trying to kick out Lebanese people so that Syrians can take over it's just so like tisainet harb ahliya and shit like that mabarif man just get out of this fucking mentality 
Folks, thank you so much for tuning in to episode 29. I know this was a little bit weird. I know I was a little bit down. I know it was cobbled together haphazardly. Um, I apologize. Uh, I, think you under I think you understand why. Uh, like this video, leave a comment, subscribe to the channel, help me get to 5,000 subscribers. Um, stay strong. I know, I know we're all going through fucking hell right now. Please stay strong. I am with you. Um, help each other out in the community, in the comments. Um, reach out to me if you need anything. And thank you to everyone who reached out to me on Instagram by DM when I posted that I was feeling pretty down yesterday. I haven't been able to respond to all of your comments, mainly for battery consumption and stuff. But thank you. I love you guys. Um, and as usual, try to not worry.